0: Hey, good Thursday. This is the Chocolate Knox with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Thursday, June 23rd, 2022. Did you know that more than 75% of those raised in evangelical, Presbyterian, and Reformed churches don't pursue any kind of Christian higher education? I know, I'm a little surprised too. Cornerstone Work and Worldview Institute is seeking to provide a new and exciting and even affordable option for Christians their mission is to build kingdom culture in the workplace by equipping their students in the trinitarian worldview and vocational competencies These low cost, full time program offers integrated course modules, internships and mentoring so that their students can finish debt free, which is what most people aren't finishing with. They're finishing with something close to 50 or 60 thousand dollars. But their students at Cornerstone will finish debt free with vocational preparation, a robust faith and financial potential to build strong, godly families and homes rooted in their communities and churches long-term. Will you give them a checkout? Visit their website, cornerstonework.org to find out about enrolling. That's cornerstonework.org and tell them that CrossPolitik sent you, particularly Jack LaNocz. He sent you out there. I have in front of me, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 potential stories that I could go through and I have no idea. Which order I'm going to go through the man I just have I'm just going to grab them as I feel led By the spirit Forgive my charismatic side But this one's in my hand And this one is fairly important What is included in the bipartisan Safer Communities Act bill A new bill to tackle gun crime Could make its way through Congress Before the summer It actually has already made its way through Congress And is now sitting at the House The new bill is aimed at addressing Part of the gun violence in the United States and has passed the procedural step of its journey through Congress. After the recent shooting in Uvalde, Texas, which by the way, the information coming out there is really, really disappointing. There has been renewed push to politicians on both sides of the aisles, which doesn't make me feel good at all. I like when my left and my right are arguing over things and nothing gets done, but both sides of the aisles on this bill are attempting to prevent further tragedy. Something to be noted here, the government is not God and some things they cannot prevent as hard as they try. So what is in the bill? There's a lot of things in the bill. There's two things that I noticed. They spend a lot of time with mental health. That is in the front and center of this bill, having an extra $11 billion given to fund it, Included in this is also the so-called red flag laws, laws that allow the court to remove guns From the hands of people that are threatening to kill themselves or someone else. Similarly, there are longer background checks for under the age of 21. Lasting a minimum of three days in what the Senator Chris Murphy described as a cooling off period. Partners who have proven history or of domestic violence will also be... Not allowed and restricted From the ownership of firearms in this bill In terms of criminal threats The bill also includes the first comprehensive Criminal state banning gun trafficking With this in mind There is further clarification on who needs to register As a federal firearms dealer In a bid to keep better track Of guns that are in circulation Uh, I don't want the government keeping track Of guns that are in circulation Delta pilots right now, they write an open letter to the consumers of the airline industry struggling to keep up with the travel. These pilots decided to say that they have been working on their off days, flying at a record amount of overtime to help you get to your destination. At this current rate, by the fall, our pilots will have flown more overtime in 2022 than the entirety of 2018 and 2019 combined, our busiest year to date. Delta recently announced that it was canceling some 100 flights daily departures from destinations in the U.S. and Latin America, affecting travel from July 1st to July 7th. Other airlines have taken similar measures amid ongoing staffing shortages and surging demands. Kurt Derby, or Darby, president of KitDarby.com Aviation Consulting LLC, recently told NBC News that the airlines are struggling with booming demand coming out of the pandemic that was coincided with a wave of federally mandated pilot retirements. Sans Dimmick, anybody? These are excellent jobs, he says, with a career value of over $11 million, Darby. Goes on to say that it's hard to believe That we have a shortage for an $11 million career But due to short-sightedness Any solution is going to be Three to four to five years away Yikes Shall we talk about gasoline prices? Hmm. Why are gas prices going up? And what are the four things that cause Gas prices to go up? According to the EIA There are four main factors that influence the price of gas. One is crude oil prices. That's 54% of the equation. Refining costs is 14% of the equation. Taxes, 16% of the equation. And distribution and marketing costs are 16% of that same equation. Starting with crude oil prices, the most influential factor is the cost of crude oil, which is largely dedicated By the international supply and demand, despite being the world's largest oil producer, the U.S. remains a net importer of crude oil Mm. with the majority coming from Canada, Mexico and Saudi Arabia. Because America's reliance on imports, U.S. gas prices are largely influenced by the global crude oil market refining costs. Oil needs to be refined into gasoline before it actually can be used by consumers, which is why refining costs are factored into the price of gas. The U.S. has hundreds of refineries across the country. The country's largest refinery owned by the Saudi Arabian community and company, Saudi Arabia Co., processes around 607,000 barrels of oil per day. The exact cost of refining varies depending on the number of factories such as the type of crude oil used, the processing technology available at the refinery, and gasoline requirements in the specific parts of the country. In general, refining capacity in the U.S. has not been keeping up with the oil demand. Several refineries shut down throughout the pandemic, but even before COVID-19, refinery capacity in the U.S. was lagging behind demand. Incredibly there haven't been any brand new refinery factories built in the United States since 1977. Taxes <laughs> In the US, taxes also play a major role in why gas prices are growing up. Across the average across the across America, the average gas tax is 57 cents per gallon. However, the exact amount fluctuates from state to state. So here are the top five states with the highest gas prices. Guess it, who's number one? I dare you. That's right California. Their gas tax is 87 cents per dollar. Illinois is number two, 78 cents per dollar. Pennsylvania, number three, 77 cents per dollar. Hawaii, 77 cents per dollar, They're pretty right up there with Pennsylvania and New Jersey, 69 cents per dollar. Figures include both state and federal. So, every dollar, the majority of every dollar, easily goes to the tax <laughs> off of every gallon of gas. States with the highest gas tax usually spend the extra money on improvements to their infrastructure of local transportation. For instance, Illinois. They doubled its gas tax in 2019 as a part of a $45 billion infrastructure plan. California, the state with the highest gas tax on gas, is expecting to see a rate increase this July, a couple days from now, which will drive prices up by around three cents per gallon. (laughs) Are you ready to move yet? Distribution and marketing costs Gasoline is typically shipped from refineries to local terminals via pipelines. You know, those kind of things that are trying to get shut down more and more by your president. From there, the gasoline is processed further to ensure it meets the market requirements of local government standards. The big name brands run a lot of advertisements, according to the morning consultant uh, Chevron, BP, PLC, Exxon Mobil Corp and Royal Dutch Shell plc aired TV advertisement in the US more than 44,495 times between June 1st, 2020, and August 31st, 2021. So that's how we got gas prices being raised. Maybe self sufficiency might be one of those things that we should, I don't know, try and do. How wokeness. Ruins everything you can toss this story into that file There's a man who's 50 years old who's been given blood His whole life actually 125 pints of blood during his lifetime is what he's been given He went in to go give blood and this new question popped up the question asked If the man had been pregnant over the last six months I don't know if I would trust them to poke me with the needle if they gave me that question He protested over the question, rightfully arguing that it didn't pay any attention to who he was, nor did it apply to him because he was a man. And then he was barred from completing his donation. The fiasco gets worse, given how those who handle the blood drive responded. This is their response. The Scottish National Blood Transfusion Service began a drive earlier this month to find 16,000 new donors In the coming year, I'm trying to figure out how they're going to get these donors if they don't want to, I don't know, acknowledge what a man is. Professor Mark Turner, director of the SNBTS, said that we appreciate the support of each and every one of our donors in the community and thank Mr. Sinclair for his commitment over a long number of years. Very polite of this guy. Whilst pregnancy is only... A relevant question to those whose biological sex Or sex assigned at birth is female Sex assigned at birth Get this Isn't always obvious or clear to the staff Like I said Wokeness is ruining everything And anybody that can't identify me as a man Especially over the time that I've been giving blood I don't think I want you poking me with a needle Coles, not in America, in Australia, the supermarket chain Kohl's has announced a new policy to support its transgender and gender diverse staff, giving them up to 10 days of paid gender affirmation leave. Transgender and gender diverse staff members employed by Coles will soon be entitled to up to 10 days paid leave of gender affirmation. As part of the supermarket's new move to support its LGBTQIA, and they actually have the plus right here, workers. The supermarket giant announced that its new policy on Wednesday, the day after International Day Against Homophobia. <laughs> International Day Against Homophobia, biphobia, intersexism, and transphobia. Oh boy. Ten days. That's all you get? 10 days? Come on. I think you should at least give them, I don't know, 10 years? Why not a lifetime of paid leave? That just seems way more honest. I have so many stories here that I want to go through with you, but I really don't have the time, so you have to come back tomorrow to listen to the news brief. God be with you. If you are not a cross-politic Fight, Laugh, Feast club member, you should sign up for the club, get the backstage stuff, and get the $100 off of the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference coming up in October. Go to fightlaughfeast.com. Become a club member, get the $100 off, and I'll see you out there in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is the Chocolate Knox. Have a great day.